Welcome back. I'm Kim Bailey. She's Fuliana Osborne and this is Inside Exec. This week we have an exclusive with Fuliana who is going to give us her views on a Simon Sinek video that we both watched. So please watch the video first and then listen to these comments. Kim, thank you for recommending I um, watch the TED Talk by Simon Sinek on the Millennials and Corporate Life. I really thought it's worthwhile and I do recommend our listeners have listened to him. But even before these comments, it will make more sense. And likewise, I would love to hear comments by yourself and um, our listeners um, in relation to his views uh, on the corporate responsibility towards the millennials. Well, basically, I agree with his research and conversations with the millennials and his take on why they behave the way they do. Now, I believe, like with everything, it is, and as he said, a combination of things like environmental upbringing, technology. What's happening is that in this day and age, Everyone wants to be the best. They think everybody else is doing really well. But he's quite right by saying we're not really connecting in a human sense uh, the way that we need to and we will benefit from. So for that reason, I agree on many fronts that we need to do a lot of work on that. But let's concentrate on the corporate world. Absolutely, the corporate world has a major part to play because after you sort of people grow up, then they go to university and then they go to the workforce, they're still at the very, very beginning of learning of how to live, how to interact, how to manage their lives. So building their confidence, as he said, making sure they appreciate the the fact of being patient, what social skills are instilled in them, and better balance between the use of technology to advantage and letting technology take over. Now, I couldn't help thinking, what's so different really about the millennials and this advice to any other generation? Well, I say not much at all, except for the technology aspect and social media, which is much, much faster and a lot more part of living than it used to be. Definitely, that's high impact. But as far as building confidence, as far as going into a workforce and thinking, well, I've been here two months and I haven't made a difference, that's a bit unrealistic. Appreciating that you're not a single achiever, in other words, you're part of something and your contribution absolutely counts. Whatever it is, you got to um, pick it and make it count and not just think for those big bang moments where I I did this all by myself from start to finish. Now, that is our responsibility as managers, leaders, supervisors, to help people understand that how they're going, where they need to continue to grow, and how to respect their own ability and their own confidence with achievements, progressive achievement. And in this short-term goals society and business world, how you're going to contribute to the big picture 
long term as well as achieve your short-term objectives. As far as the social skills, well, one would can argue we should come in already knowing social skills, but what culture are we creating at work? What are we saying to people who do turn up to meetings and, and look at their phone and answer their emails while they're meeting or turn up late to a meeting? We covered a lot of that etiquette in, in other podcasts, but that is basic consideration, human decency and respect for each other. And the people that miss out are those ones who do not pay attention to other people, who do not get engaged with them, who do not get to know them and build relationships. So it is a lost loss. It isn't one way. And therefore, the social skills is very, very important whether it is for personal growth on a personal front or for achieving work goals and objectives. You don't live alone. You don't do things singly. You need other people. You need consumers. You need suppliers. You need staff. So in all of that, it's absolutely important to keep reminding them and and show them how and value it, respect it and acknowledge it. So I definitely agree with the with, with all of those. Now, with the better balance is waking up, looking at your iPhone or at your any phone, <laughs> any device, I should say, and constantly checking for messages and feel left out if you didn't get any and all of that. This is about balance and control. Who's in control, you or the technology? In the past, we used to talk a lot about work-life balance and people weren't allowed to spend time with their family and how can we stop them from clocking on and off for, you know, 12-hour days and how can we encourage them? Well, now the shackles are being put on by the individual with the technology. So, yes, do have very strict rules about when and when not to have a phone at a meeting, when you are, what social activities or, sorry, discussion groups that you have that do not involve technology, just sit in an empty room and talk about a topic, whether it is about a new business idea or whether it's about how you're going with a project. It can be a group, it can be one-on-one, no technology, just thinking time, discussion time and hearing other people's point of view, not reading it in an email and not seeing it on video, but actually interacting so you have the opportunity to ask those questions and add to that thought, grow that thought and build on it. So from that perspective, very, very much recommend that we do take the time to listen, but more importantly, to act. I would challenge you as a listener, no matter which part of the world you're in, which aspect of your life you're at, whether you're a parent at home, whether you are an auntie, an uncle, whether you're a CEO, whether you just started work, take notice of those. These things will absolutely help you. It will help build your confidence, be patient, but not complacent. Social skills, they are super important no matter what you do. Respect for others, listening skills and better balance with technology. Let technology work for you. Do not become a slave to it. And it is not 
your feedback mechanism the only feedback it isn't the way to think I'm doing all right not doing all right based on the technology feedback and results how about your friends your family how about listening to others and their perspective or their views on how they perceive you and what you want to do with that information so the human to human that we talked about before keep coming up all the time it's slipping and we need to pick it up and we need to go back to it because it will help us it will help us now it will help us in the future and it is the most important aspect technology is wonderful I love it and I wished I had a lot of that stuff when I was at different stages of my life and career but it's here now so let's use it but let's use it properly Thanks, Pollyanna, for those insights. I think it's probably important for all of us to reflect on our own management styles and what the video is telling us. So please, if you've got some thoughts that you would like to share with us, let us know. But for now, I'm Kim Bailey, she's Pollyanna Osborne, and this is Inside Exec.